morning, everybody. The reading this morning is taken from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verses 27 to 31. If you would like to follow along in the Pew Bibles, you'll find this passage on page 4. It is the story of the creation. Five days of the creation are complete. And this is the story of the sixth and the final day. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the air And all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening. And there was morning, the sixth day. May the Lord bless richly this reading of his word. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Graham. Well, as vicars, we like to try and practice what we preach here. So when, as part of our series of being a disciple of Jesus, we came to this topic of generosity, Uh, we wanted to demonstrate generosity. So you may have noticed we haven't given you one sermon on generosity, we haven't given you two sermons on generosity, you've had five, this today is the fifth sermon on generosity, that's how generous we are. Uh, We didn't want you to feel shortchanged on the subject of generosity. And so far we've looked at generosity as a whole, what it is, we've reminded ourselves that God owns it all. We've thought about reasons to be generous. We've thought about being generous with our talents, being generous with our time. And today we come to the topic of being generous with creation. And we're going to be referring to that reading that we had from Genesis. You might like to keep your Bibles open. But first, let's just pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we come this morning before a generous God. And we thank you for your generosity towards us. We thank you for your word. We thank you for this reading that we've just heard from the the beginning of creation. We pray that you will teach us from it. 
and open our eyes to new truths in you. In Jesus' name, amen. So then being generous with creation, what does that mean? What are the implications for us today? Where are we going to go with this? And I'd like this morning to think about three different aspects of that title. Being generous with creation, as in along with creation. Being generous with creation and being creatively generous. If that all sounds confusing, hopefully uh, that will work out in a minute. Uh, So firstly, being generous along with creation. Because creation itself is generous. It was designed, implemented by a generous God. And we live as part of this generous creation. And therefore we're built to be generous. We're designed to be generous. It's always good, isn't it, when you've got things in your house and when things are around to use them for the purpose for which they're intended and not something else. Otherwise, things go wrong. I remember as teenagers, my sister and I discovered some old push chairs in the shed in our garden at home. Uh, They had been used for the purpose that was intended for many years, which was pushing my sister and I around when we were young, and they'd lasted a good long time. Solid, built, reliable push chairs. We asked our parents whether we could borrow them to play with. Yes, they said. And soon we were busy having races, uh, carrying one another down the garden and our friends up and down the lawn, uh, doing some rather hard cornering, taking them on some rough terrain, giving a bit of off-roading in these, in these push chairs, having quite a few accidents. And I'm afraid to say they didn't last very long. And wheels came off, they bent out of shape, uh, and they had to go to the scrap because they weren't built for that. We were using them for a purpose they weren't built for. They were designed to carry small children at slow speeds, not large teenagers at high speeds. And that's why things went wrong. We are built and designed to be generous. And if we're not, things go wrong. How do we know this? Well, we're created, as the Bible says here, in God's image. God created mankind in his own image, verse 27. In the image of God, he created them. And our God is creative and generous. We are in his image and we're meant to be like him. Look here, and just in this passage of Genesis, and it goes on through the whole Bible, about how God blesses the people here. God blessed them and said to them, verse 28, uh, verse 29, God said, I give you, I give you every seed-bearing plant, I give you. Verse 30, I give every green plant, I give, I give, says God. He is a giving and generous God. We're made in his image and we're called to be generous like him, but often our selfishness, our greed, our pride, Insecurity, all sorts of things get in the way. The thing that the Bible calls sin, the thing that concentrates ourselves on ourself rather than one another and on God. We stop being generous. We forget that this is what we are meant to be. This is what we're designed for. This thing of generosity. God is a generous God. We see here too how God is actively involved in everything. He looks at, considers what he has made. Verse 31, God saw all that he had made and it was very good. Sometimes we lose 
sight of this passage in Genesis and how, in Genesis and how striking it is. As a vicar, I had the chance to study, uh, as part of my training, different creation stories from the ancient Near East, uh, the ones that came the contemporaries with Genesis around the Mesopotamia and that sort of region. And Genesis is striking in its differences from all the others. Genesis here declares humans are not random accident, but the result of a generous creator. Creation myths that existed at the time of those Mesopotamian countries pictured, they all pictured terrifying, selfish gods who fought one another and made human beings to be slaves for themselves. Genesis, completely different. God created human beings in his own image and generously, lovingly gave them all that they needed to sustain life. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, but not for himself, not just for himself, because he's generous and he likes to share. God entrusted his glorious creation to the care of the human beings he'd made in his image and for his glory. God is generous and likes to share. What about us? That's a challenge for us this morning. This doesn't come naturally, maybe, to, to all of us, does it? I remember uh, learning a lesson, I learned lots of lessons, uh, when I was a head teacher teaching children. They say that as a teacher you're busy there teaching the children, but actually as a teacher you learn a lot from watching the children and what goes on. A lot of life lessons are learned by the teachers themselves. And the school where I was teaching out in the, in the countryside, every single day, rain, shine, whatever... T- term it was they played football the yard was mainly dedicated to a big football pitch and boys girls whoever they loved playing big games of football every single day they played football and that was their uh, that was their delight and I remember one day one boy in the school had a brand new football I think it must have been his birthday he'd be given this beautiful football far better than the rather uh, saggy balls that they were playing with in the yard at the time and he brought this ball to school and he said this is mine No one else is allowed to play with it. And he went by himself that first day into a little corner of the yard and kicked his brand new, lovely football around, enjoying, initially, the delight of having a new ball. But you know what? It was very boring for him playing on his own in that corner when everyone else was busy playing a big game on the whole football pitch. And it only lasted a day before he handed over his ball and joined in with the rest of the children. A lesson learned. We are made to share and be generous. That's what we're built for. Have we learned that lesson about sharing and generosity, cooperating with one another? Being generous along with creation. In this reading from Genesis, and as we read Genesis, we see how God gave us all that was essential for life all the food that we need, all the things we need to survive. But God didn't stop there. He didn't just give us the bare essentials, the bare minimum that we needed. God was generous. He went on and on creating. He made around, this is just estimates, 750,000 different types of insect, 400,000 species of flowers, 200 different species of edible plants, 
10,000 species of birds, stars that are far too numerous for us to count. All of these things over and above. Every good thing we enjoy is a gift from God. He's generous. He's creative. Sometimes we forget all of that. And it's good to remind ourselves of where all this comes from. As a vicar, I don't find it easy to take a topic like generosity. This has been a challenge these last five weeks, having a, a topic to preach on rather than necessarily one Bible reading. I much prefer a difficult passage from Romans to interpret or uh, maybe a bit of Old Testament history to look at and unpack. Um, but one good thing about this idea of generosity with creation was a chance to do some sermon research on Friday in the gardens of Powys Castle in Welshpool. Those of you who have been there at all know how lovely and beautiful the gardens are. So many different flowers, so many different trees, such a beautiful way of looking at all of creation and looking at the flowers, trees, insects, reminding myself of all that God has made to share with us, for us to delight in. Our God is a generous God who made all of this and calls us to share it with him. He made this perfect habitat for us, calls us to interact with it, to tend it, to look after it, to work with it. He gave us one another that we might live in community and not be on our own. So being generous along with creation, that's our first point. Secondly, being generous with creation, being generous towards creation. Because God, in his generosity, has given us this wonderful world, but we're instructed to look after it, to be good stewards. As Christians, we have an extra reason, maybe, to be concerned with environmental issues and take seriously the reminder to consider the impact on the environment in all of our lifestyle choices. The other week we were thinking through, weren't we, the parable of the talents, how we would be called to account for how we've used our resources, our time, what about when we call to account about how we've used or misused the natural resources that God has given us as individuals and as a nation? So our faith calls us to consider others before ourselves. And that's true about our use of the world's resources too. We need to stop being selfish, stop focusing on our own comfort, but think of others, the environment around us. We look after this world because it was created and belongs to God. We're just looking after it. I'm very happy to uh, be a dog owner. It's taken many, many years to get there before I was finally able to persuade my wife that we could have a dog come and live with us. Until then, we had to be content by looking after other people's dogs. So when people went on holiday, we and my children were the first to volunteer. Yep, yeah, we'll look after your dog for you while you're on holiday. And we could have a dog temporarily. But it's very different, isn't it? When you've got somebody else's dog that comes to live with you. It's such a responsibility to make sure that dog is kept alive, healthy and well, and, and able to hand it back when they come back from their holidays. Because it was only given to us for a short time to look after and we had to give an account for it, where we'd taken it to walks and how it had behaved and all that as we handed the dog back. Right at the beginning of the Bible here, humans are given the world.
to look after, to be stewards of. But it's God's and we need to remember who it belongs to and the responsibility that it is. We remember that it's God who gave us all this. It's easy to forget, isn't it? We take things for granted and forget that it's all from God. When God promises to deliver the Israelites, he warns them about becoming complacent. These words in Deuteronomy 6, when the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, to give you a land with large flourishing cities that you did not build, houses with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells that you did not dig, vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. All of these things that we've been given, that we didn't make, God has given to us. And we forget so easily and take pride in the things that we think we do. Now, I'm no gardener. I leave looking after the garden to Joanne, my wife. Um, But I do help out with some little bits from time to time. And over the past uh, few weeks, I've taken some cuttings from busy lizzies and geraniums and popped them in little pots and watched them grow and flourish. And then I get quite proud and show them people, look, these are the plants that I've grown. But then I stop, because it's not me, is it? All I did was chop a bit off, shove it in a pot. It's God who did the growing of these plants. It's God who created them in the first place. And so often we forget about him and we become proud and think it's all about us. Being generous along with creation, being generous towards creation. And finally then, being creatively generous. We are called to be generous towards creation, generous because of creation, but since we're created in the image of a creative and generous God, that means that we can be creative and generous ourselves, and indeed creatively generous. Generous in unusual, different, creative ways. This is our challenge as a a church here. How can we do this? We're not thinking just give a bit of money to charity or let's just be kind to our friends. But how could we be creative in our lives? How could we show generosity in new and creative ways? How could we as individuals and as a church come up with new creative ideas? Hannah's already challenged us to have conversations with one another and to talk uh, what about, as we have tea and coffee after the service, of uh, comparing ideas? It was popular a few years ago, wasn't it, this idea of random acts of kindness. What could you do this week in a random act of generosity? What could we do as a church? What unusual things? What could we do over and above what we're expected to do this week? I had a quick look for suggestions and there's all sorts of things you can do here are just some and I'm sure you can think of more before starting to answer all your daily emails just send one encouraging email to someone who hasn't written to you invite someone you don't know from church to join you for Sunday lunch leave money out on a vending machine for the next person in the queue commit to a church life group and contribute to the conversation and prayer 
cook a meal for someone, pick up some litter from the beach. Just take the time to listen to someone. There's so many things if you stop and think about what you could do, how we can be creatively generous. As vicars, we're open to you coming up with ideas of what we can do as a church to reach out to our community to show and demonstrate this generosity. It's what we were created for. It's what we're meant to be, generous people. I wonder what unusual or creative thing you can think of that you can show generosity to someone this week. It's our God is a generous God. We're called to be like him, to be generous like him. He's generously given this world to live in, to look after. So this morning I want to challenge us all to think and pray about our responsibility for the world and the people who live in it. So as we finish, let's just pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this challenge. We thank you for reminding us, uh, us that we are created in your image and that we are called to be generous people as you have demonstrated your generosity and your love for us. We pray that you will help us to look after the world that you have given to us and help us all to do our bit to make this world a better place. This we ask for your glory and in the name of Jesus, our Saviour. Amen.